0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Must See Matches. I am your sexy-voiced host, thanks to COVID, Kieran Fort, and joining me as always is the much more healthy Mark Buckle. Mark, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm good. I'm probably one of the few people in my office that doesn't have some kind of cough, cold or throat problem.
0: Oh, amazing. You're yeah, the, the picture of health. This week, uh, we are still in 2016, we are still in NXT, and we are talking about Sami Zayn versus the debuting Shinsuke Nakamura from NXT TakeOver Dallas on April the 1st, 2016. And joining us this week, someone who put the match on their list, self-professed, noted raconteur, Sean Orleans. Sean, how are you doing? Fine, guys. How are y'all? Uh, well, you know, you can hear. Yes. <laughs> I'll try not to cough at you too much. Oh, you sound very good. You sound very Thank you. good. <laughs> I did ask my office if they needed any voiceover recording today. And unfortunately the answer was no. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, uh, I mean, our entire interaction has been through Twitter DM. Tell us us and the, the, the listening public a bit uh, more about you and your wrestling fandom and your connections to wrestling and all that kind of thing.
2: Um, I've been a fan most of my life ever since I was a kid. Probably the earliest thing I remember is Paul Orndorff turning on Hulk Hogan. Back, I want to say maybe like 85 or 86, something like that. Mm -hmm. And was a fan up through college, probably had a good five, six, seven year break and came back to it maybe early 2012 and started uh, wrestling. And now I work with some friends in the St. Louis area Mm -hmm. uh, doing wrestling. And yeah, I just help out there with them whenever I can and however I can
0: excellent uh what 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 prompted the break if you don't mind me asking from from wrestling uh, it was a
2: combination of two things it was the death of eddie guerrero and the chris benoit
0: stuff just that really no was to- totally yeah. understandable on i both. threw my yeah. hands up and just said yeah i'm out i i think a lot i, of I had started
2: did. to back out beforehand like with mm-hmm. some of the obnoxious things going on in wrestling before that but those two things i just had to Say I'm done.
0: Yeah, yeah, completely understandable. It was, yeah. uh, it's kind of. I mean, there is, there is uh, a little while separating the two events, but it is kind of like a one-two punch, isn't it? Of those, those events. Yeah, yeah. Well, something much nicer and less problematic uh, is Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, uh, as I mentioned, uh, you submitted a list uh, to the project for which we are grateful. Uh, what was it about this match that made you think this is must see? This has to go on my list to me
2: this is and i i don't think i'm out on a limb here or even alone on this one i think this is shinsuke nakamura's best match in wwe mm-hmm. um yeah. and you know it i get that you could say well that's kind of disappointing because it was his first match and it's you know i guess you could look at it as well it's all been downhill from there but this was the shinsuke nakamura that was promised and mm. he showed up mm in NXT. And there were so many people like worrying at the time, like, is it going to be the same guy? Oh God, they're going to take away his awesome entrance music from new Japan pro wrestling. And instead he gets this tremendous like violin concerto stuff Mm. from NXT that is carried over to the main roster. Everything like this felt about as close to new Japan Nakamura as, as we got, and yeah. Sami Zayn was the perfect opponent for it. And uh yeah, it it tied in everything together. Like this was peak NXT, and the crowd was on point for it. Mm. Like I know there's like a lot of chance uh during the match. I rewatched it last night, but the chance felt organic. And I know sometimes there's a criticism in modern wrestling of audiences trying to hijack a show or match to get themselves over but i didn't feel that was the case here i just thought they played their part and it elevated the match
0: it's uh it's an understatement to say they are hyped from the get-go yes Um, yeah um and this was like this was a match with not much build so when we do like uh big show us matches i will tend to watch the month of tv beforehand there was Firstly, I didn't have time. Secondly, right. there was no need to for this one. No. Because um, not only did I remember it, they've put it in a two-minute package on YouTube, which was really handy. Um, uh, so Sammy had made a big return from injury on an episode of NXT that was taped in December 2015. It was taped the same night as NXT TakeOver London. Uh, were you there, Mark, at all?
1: No, I did not do NXT TakeOver London.
0: Okay, uh, I did. And what they did was they split the they split the taping. So they taped two thirds of the next week's TV show, then did the live takeover and then ah. very quickly ripped down all the ring skirts and put up the TV show stuff again uh, and did Sami Zayn's big return from injury and his first match back. So they had a they had a, a hot crowd and made them stay and wait for the big star to return. Very smart. <laughs> yeah. Um. So a couple of weeks before the Dallas show, he cuts his promo in the ring talking about big matches he's had. And he says he thinks he should have ha- he should have a big match on the WrestleMania weekend takeover. Mm. Out comes Regal. Oh, man without a mask, you scrumptious ginger nut, you. He doesn't say that. I wish he did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and he says he has an opponent for Zane, It's NXT's newest signee and the big screen fills with static and then cuts to a terrible quality barely yes. audible video yeah <laughs> of Shinsuke Nakamura clearly shot by Knack himself on his phone
2: <laughs> on his flip phone probably yeah
0: yeah it was yeah. awful quality and the crowd goes like, they didn't need to hear him the crowd goes ape anyway mm-hmm. and that's the whole build for the match i think they replayed that in the next week on the tv because there was another week to go but that was it yeah um, and then it's just straight into the match pretty much
2: I, and and like that's that's almost it's I don't want to say that's the best kind of build because a better build on other matches is helpful. But mm. in this case, it's like a guy who's showing up in his debut. Yeah. And the crowd's already familiar with who that guy is. And they're that's going the up thing. against yeah. a fan favorite. It's like, that's perfect. That's You don't need anything else.
0: No, no. Yeah. Um uh, you talked about the music, and that's actually my first note when it comes to the match. Like, I think his first WWE theme is one of the best in house themes ever created. Like, yes, I've played it to non fans who come away liking it. I say this as a big fan of his New Japan tune, Subconscious. Like, I mm-hmm. think C Foss or however you want to pronounce it nailed this one. He was gonna get Bobby Roode's glorious theme. That was the first choice, and he God. said no. <laughs> like, <laughs> Could sometimes, you some t- I. <laughs> The first idea is not always the best idea. Exactly. In yeah, the creative
2: yeah. field, sometimes you have to be told no yeah. or reject the first thing in order to get to something better down the line.
0: Absolutely. And,
2: and the thing about his about his NXT uh,
1: theme is it is very similar to subconscious structurally in terms of the mm. flow and the beat, but it is completely distinctive and at no point do you think it's a rip-off either. So it's a great right. way of paying homage and capturing that vibe that subconscious gave while also being a very WWE friendly, very Western audience friendly. Mm. It it, it just, it is a fantastic job of, Mm. we want to capture the essence of this, but we don't want to sound like a bad cover, like half the WCW themes of the mid (laughs) nineties. Right?
0: (laughs) Can you imagine Jimmy Hart doing that? Some of those were still pretty good
2: though. Um, But also, and you know, you can credit cfos I, I didn't even know that's how they say it i just thought it was like oh cfo dollar sign or whatever that um, seems a bit
0: unwieldy doesn't it i've always yeah, just called them cfos yeah whatever
2: hey you put yeah. that, those letters and a dollar sign together i don't know um yeah. credit i guess to wwe for not like they didn't orient express it you know or like put in a, a they pan did flute it, or they did something. call it
0: rising sun though <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey,
2: like there's there's some of that WWA English on that, I guess. But yeah. it, at least the music wasn't like, okay, all right, we get it. He's from Japan. And yeah. even when he's coming to the ring, um the old NXT announcer Greg, like they actually say he's from Kyoto. Like yeah. it's not just, oh, he's from Tokyo, oh, he's from Japan. We we can say he's from Tokyo, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, they yeah. they get a little more specific.
0: Yeah. Um Sammy, of course, is mega over, and I quite like his theme tune as well. Like it's yeah. it's it's energy and it suits him. And uh like we've talked about him as the underdog babyface on this show before. Like mm-hmm. that's exactly what Sami Zayn should be. Um place goes nuts, of course, the moment Nakamura's silhouette appears and he's sort of he's dripping charisma just walking down the aisle. Right. I remember seeing an interview with him when he says, uh, most wrestlers study other wrestlers. I studied Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson.
2: Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's perfect.
0: Yeah. He moves like an entertainer and a, and a, and a, a pop star, not a wrestler. Right.
1: And we talk about this, and this really came through in terms of the nominations for the project. Nakamura had nine matches nominated for the Must See Matches project. Every single match nominated was between 2013 and 2016 when he had this Freddie Mercury, Michael Jackson inspired character. Mm. Nothing was nominated before that run and nothing mm. was nominated after he hit mainstream WWE.
0: I was going to ask, are we going on this show are we going to cover any Nakamura matches that happened more recently than this one?
1: No, we there are three Nakamura matches we'll cover. They're within a
2: 15 month window.
0: I've got Sean's list in front of me. I think he nominated all of them. <laughs>
1: yeah, then,
2: then, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know all three then, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoilers.
1: It was the biggest New Japan match of, uh, show of 2015. It was the biggest New Japan show of 2016, and it was this show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, so, uh, while we're talking about like Nakamura's star power, the announcement of this match drove up the secondary market getting price for the show for a, wow. to a ridiculous degree. I was trying to find... So, Dave Meltzer has often talked about... has the actual stat behind it. Uh, unfortunately, it's only in audio and not in any of the observers I have. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to find the full thing. All I could find was the cheapest tickets rocketed up to $155. God. To sit in the worst seat in the building. <laughs> yeah and people did it they paid it like they sold out this was a yeah. 9000 seat building and they sold it out and i was just kind of flicking through the observer that covers this show and dave was like they should have gone to the bigger place up the road that holds 12000 they would have sold that out as well mm.
2: yeah i i was in dallas that weekend with some friends mm-hmm. who were working some shows mm. and a couple of people that like we were hanging out with or whatever said oh yeah i The price never came up, but it was, Mm. oh, I got last minute tickets. Mm. Somebody came through, somebody found something. And I was like, oh, I have to be there. It's Nakamura's first thing. And that's probably one of my only. Only regrets from that weekend was not going to that NXT show, but ah, it's it's fine. I still had a great time that weekend. I was also in Dallas for that trip and I also didn't attend this
1: show. I also didn't attend (laughs) Mania itself. I watched it from the hotel room down the road.
2: I did attend (laughs) Mania. In hindsight, kind of wish I could have flipped some things.
0: (laughs) Be that as it may. (laughs) I think I uh, mentioned on this show before, at the time, I was in a long distance relationship with somebody who lived in Dallas and not a wrestling fan at all, but one of the people who did like Nakamura's music, funnily enough, um, and I got a message like, why are there loads of people in these WW t-shirts? What does that mean? And I'm like, there's 100,000 wrestling fans in your town at the moment. She's like, why? Like, it's called WrestleMania and it's huge. And she's like, oh, right. Anyway, so match itself. Uh, Nakamura does his, what I call his cocky shit to start out. Start out. So he does yeah. a lock up. He does, the, I don't know what to call it, the head on the torso with the dangly arms in the ropes. Um, and the exaggerated come on it's like he's not really taking Sammy seriously Mm. Um, on the commentary Graves Corey Graves immediately packages him up for WWE fans he says he's the youngest man to hold the same title as AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar and was a protege of uh, Daniel Bryan Uh, we can be sniffy smarks about that but they've just made him relatable to his new audience by mentioning him in the breath of three of the company's top talents so like immediately they're, they're telling you he's got pedigree he's a big deal so sammy gets the advantage when the pace quickens he sends nakamura into the into a corner with a series of arm drags and the crowd pops for him doing the command on chant uh, taunt back to him uh nakamura responds by kicking the shit out of him <laughs> uh so zane escapes the. what i don't know what's called. it i call it the wibbly wobbly in the corner where he puts the, the, the foot on the the Japanese commentary
1: calls it electrical vibration which is also great because uh Japanese pronunciation means half the time it comes across as erectile vibration.
0: <laughs> it sounds like something from a DDT match. Um yes, yeah, I think it became known as good vibrations when he got to the main roster where he just kind of like puts his foot on the collarbone and like yeah. Yeah, jiggles it and wobbles around. Mm-hmm. Um uh so he does that and he struts away to the opposite corner. Uh, Zane avoids the charging knee but gets caught, plonked on the top rope and hit with the back roll into the running knee across the top rope. I always like that spot. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody else do it either.
1: Uh Sakaguchi in DDT not the rollback Oh, he does Sakaguchi a he does a variation. DDT does a variation of it and it looks like death.
0: Oh, I remember. Yeah, we watched a match uh with him against Hiroshima where his takeoff from the, for the knee was from the centre of the ring, and it looked like the final move in a Tony Jar movie. Like Jesus. He flew so far and hit him so hard. I jumped out of my seat. I loved it. That sounds rad as hell. It was awesome. Uh, I think it was about the same time as this match, actually. It, yeah,
1: 2015, I think that one was. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, Sammy manages to suck a Nakamura into a low bridge and takes him to the floor and then hits a flip tope, flying body press back in for a two. And at this point, I realized I wish they lit this place properly. Like, they've got a hot sellout crowd, Mm. and you can't see 75% of them. Like, it's so dark. And this was, like, I think this was Triple H's way of separating the product from the main roster, which was, like, bright and colorful. And NXT was supposed to be more intimate. But, like, how intimate can you be in a 9,000-seat building? Like the Mm. crowd. I kind of
2: liked it. I, I like not seeing, like, not noticing people a certain number of rows back it's like i don't need to see the people like if Mm. i do and they're into it like that's great but if i can hear the crowd and like see the rows coming up Mm. i'm cool with it
0: okay uh so Nakamura hits a bunch of knees but runs into a Michinoku driver that I wrote could seat a fence post. He is practically vertical when he hits the mat and he sells it like he's broken a bone in his neck as well, with like one arm going stiff and like sticking out above his head.
1: It's that typical Sami Zayn slash El Generico Michinoku driver, which is take something that is inherently fairly safe and may take it to the utmost limits of how dangerous can I make this while still not killing someone? <laughs>
0: It's the uh, it's the original style that Noku used to do it uh, with uh, and then when he joined the WWF, they made him basically change it into a body slam where he sits down. Mm. Um, yeah uh, it it looked painful. Uh, I mean Nakamura seemed to be okay uh, yeah. but yeah it, uh, it didn't look it didn't look comfortable, let's say that. Uh, they uh, they do they do what I call a yay yay forearm battle instead yeah. of yay boo. Uh, that becomes yes chance and nakamura gets his nose popped my recollection was it was sammy whose nose bled but regardless mark blood again on this show there is no escape
1: yeah there there is no escape from blood even accidental. i'm
0: gonna st- i'm gonna start noting on our spreadsheet which matches have blood in and we're gonna do a percentage like at the end of this <laughs> You should break out, like, which ones are unintentional blood and which ones are, you know. (laughs) We had one of those last week where um, the man now known as Dax Harwood accidentally hit himself in the head with a tag belt and (laughs) cut his forehead open. Um, But the one thing
1: on this yay-yay strike exchange was, at times, the crowd really lost the rhythm of the action. Because a lot of the time... I, I We're, get rest- to-
0: We're wrestling fans. We're not known for our rhythm. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. We're not. <laughs> <give you> that. <laughs> As a group. This ends with a great spot where Nakamura hits a forearm. Zane rebounds off the ropes to get momentum for his return shot. But Nakamura's just a little bit quicker and he's ready and he gets in his neck one. Uh, neck one? Next one. Jesus. Um, and then does a little kind of his little strike rush. Uh, and then he just batters Zane in the ropes, just stamping on his head, pushing him through the ropes, just. I don't know, treating him like a piece of crap, really.
1: This is the segment of the match where I'm the most invested. This whole period where basically Nakamura and Zayn just get pissed off with each other and just start mm-hmm. going. It's my favourite part mm. of the match.
0: That The nice wrestling part is over. Now we're going to have a fight.
2: And it's elevated
0: again. Mm. Mm. Uh, Nakamura getting his nose seen to by the ref gives Sammy enough time to recover. Uh, and he explodes with a lariat from the mat as Nakamura comes off the ropes. Mm uh he hits a second goes for a third but nakamura catches the arm and brings the, like you can see the crowd all mm. stands up as he does a flying armbar, which is not that common for a, a, a federation ring in, in any era really right i mean not up to this point for sure um sammy head stomps his way out of the the crappy wrestling triangle that we called the rhombus or the parallelogram or whatever it was last time we had it on this show <laughs> um uh, then gives back what he took earlier just repeatedly punching and kicking nakamura in the ropes like almost like he stopped cooperating and he's just throwing in body shots and like Mm. punching him in the back of the neck and all of that kind of thing yeah um nakamura manages to get in a straight right but runs into the complete shot slash koji clutch combo uh and then once he gets out of that Uh, Zayn does this beautiful Terry Funk cell off an Enzuigiri going all bandy-legged and taking Mm. his time going to the map. I feel like we get one of these every two or three weeks on this show. It's almost like Terry Funk is an influential legend or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, who is this Funk guy? Why do
2: so many people care? (laughs) I I would almost... See, Terry Funk wasn't the first name that came to my head. Like, I was thinking Kawada. Okay. Just having, like, a big strike exchange. Mm. The other guy goes down, and then he sort of stumbles back, stumbles back, and then finally falls over. But Zane just puts his own, like, extra wobbliness on it. Mm. And and it it he stands out and makes it his own, and it's and it was great. It's I a total,
0: it. It's a totally believable sell. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's affected him, but it wasn't enough to knock him straight down. But now he's gone dizzy, and he can't stand up anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sammy elbows his way out of the reverse power slam, but takes a flying kick right in the side of the neck. It looked like, (laughs) uh, he misses the halluva kick and gets reverse power slammed anyway, or they're going with inverted exploder here. Um, Sammy sidesteps the Bomaye slash Kinshasa, uh, and gets a toast. uh, uh, What? Nope. And gets a close two count off a blue thunder. And they get a standing ovation that we could almost see. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, WWE wanted Bomayee changed because it means "kill him" in the Lingala language, which is why we ended <laughs> yeah. up with Kinshasa instead. But, 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 it's but still... I
1: like, yeah.
0: No, go you ahead. Go sh- ahead. I, I, I like
1: you... that it still has that etymology from because mm. uh was from the Rumble in the Jungle, which was yes. in Kinshasa, wasn't it?
2: Yes,
0: absolutely. Uh, Nakamura rolls to the outside, uh, and Zayn goes for the through the buckles DDT, but Shinsuke is ready with a like a flying kick uh, that pops the crowd again. I'm not. I've watched this several times and the replay. I'm not actually sure he hit him and they just covered it with camera angles. Nakamura climbs to the top rope, but he doesn't really do anything from up there. So Sammy cuts him off, uh, but gets denied a superplex. Nakamura struggles his way out of the exploder into the corner. Resources just hammering him with forearms to the shoulders and neck and then hits a flying knee off the middle rope and the Kinshasa and gets the pin. And of course, crowd goes wild because that's what they've been doing the whole match. Yeah. Um, I kind of, okay, I might be on the verge of making myself unpopular here, but I'm Uh going to do it anyway. Uh Uh-oh. I spent my time looking for the story in this match. Commentary ties to tell us that it's about Sammy not letting this hyped new guy come into his house and raid his fridge. But that doesn't seem to be quite the story they're telling in the ring, which seems more like two great workers just taking each other to the limit. Uh, comments, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Mm. Uh, I'll let Sean, go <laughs> Phil, first. Phil, Phil, yeah, I mean, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome to disagree. This is just like one person's perspective.
2: I guess I like I rewatched it last night, and I guess I didn't. I didn't take the commentary of 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 it being this like life and death. Oh, Sami Zayn has to keep hold of his of his position in NXT, mm. I guess I viewed it as Sami Zayn, like, wanting to feel like he still has something to give and, and like, welcomed this challenge. Like, he knows who Nakamura is. Yeah. Like, like he mm. knows how important this is and, and and what an important moment this is, not just for himself, but for the company. And I guess I got more out of him before the before Nakamura's entrance where he's just sits down in the corner sits on like mm. that bottom mm. the bottom turnbuckle and like he's just sitting there waiting like he's he knows how awesome this is going to be mm. with Nakamura coming out there and whether you want to look at it from a kayfabe perspective or a you know like behind the scenes sort of perspective mm. like he knows he's in for a great fight and he knows he has to bring it and he knows he has to meet the moment. And he does. Hmm. Like that I guess that was what I took from the whole thing. Like he he is there to win, but he knows it's going to be a great fight. And he just wants to go out there and do the best he can and and win. Hmm. That was it. One of the reasons I let Sean go
1: first is I think I'm gonna be more unpopular than Kieran. We're gonna take on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so I'm getting sandwiched with unpopularity. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, it's, you're the popular filling that people remember and like. I'm I'm the stodgy <laughs> <No one> cheap. <laughs> I'm the stodgy cheap uh, mass-produced bread that's been in the fridge too mm-hmm.
0: long. <laughs> yeah, no one remembers the bread. Everyone remembers the filling.
1: Anyway, th- this bread's take is. Um, I watched this twice before I did my notes, and I don't normally do that because the first time I watched it, I was. I basically was kind of I got it that it's a good match but it just didn't click for me. So I thought I actually had to give it uh, another shot to try and work out, is it that I'm in a bad mood or whatever? or and, and at the end of the day, this is a good match between two very good professional wrestlers. But for me, it does, other than where it is and the fact that it is like Nakamura coming in, it doesn't feel that special. It doesn't feel that must-see. Like... I we we covered um Sami Zayn versus Adrian Neville. Mm-hmm. And I greatly preferred that match to this one because it had that story, it had that structure, it had that emotional investment. Yeah. And, the, and this match didn't really have anything like that. Uh it it didn't really have that story flow through. And it's kind of I appreciated this match as a good match, but yeah. it's that combination of that and I'm someone that has have been following Nakamura since what 2007, 2008. I've seen him evolve over the years. And I, at this point, personally, for me, I was finding 26, you know, that kind of end of New Japan, Nakamura is getting a little bit stale to me. Mm-hmm. The thing with me and wrestlers is sometimes there'll be a wrestler and they'll like everything they do that clicks for me. I love that spot. I love that spot. I love that. And then they evolve and they kind of, they change the bits I like, and that's kind of how Nakamura at this point felt to me. So I, I still had that element, like the, the Kinshasa at the end, I remember the original Bombay when it first came in and how it was more like, more like a V trigger style knee. Mm. And this Kinshasa, I just thought, honestly, I thought it looked crap. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm sorry but
1: it's like it how, is, i how will he say, changed it,
0: it it is shot very badly hmm.
1: i didn't know if it was the move or if it was how it was shot and i thought that was a problem for nakamura a couple of times hmm. is it felt like his act his moves weren't shot right like they didn't know what to expect so it was like the wrong angle or it just hmm. didn't didn't feel right and and i get it i'm being very critical and we're going to cover a couple other nakamura matches and i know for a uh, certain one of them i'm going to be much much more positive because i loved it more at the time and i expect it to hold up a lot better in my eyes that, as i say this is my personal take it's like mm-hmm. it's a good match it just didn't click for me
2: i oh you you look like you were inhaling to really go
0: kieran uh, so. I, no, no 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 i'm not no i'm not inhaling to really go uh, i am uh, somewhat in the same campus mark uh how um i don't think as you say like this is a good match i don't think the guys dog it at all but it doesn't do for me now what it did at the time um i was all into this at the time uh i was watching nxt every week i was a big nakamura fan uh i went to the 2015 g1 final and i was cheering on wow. nakamura in the final as he lost to hiroshi tanahashi not realizing that he was one foot out of the door um i think the action is very good but i think the x factor in it has nothing to do with the wrestling and more to do with the crowd who are, as we said, at hype level 11, uh, and they're predisposed to go wild for everything in front of them. Like They would have had to have had a Hogan Warrior Halloween Havoc stinker (laughs) for the crowd not to be going crazy for the whole time, I think. Um, Yeah, I think the match, in some ways, is more about the crowd than the wrestlers. Um, But not that I think it's a bad match. And I think what a lot of people remember about it is the crowd reaction rather than the wrestling action but that Mm. might just be me didn't mean to shit on a match you like sorry buddy (laughs) it's okay like
2: i have the match pulled up so i was like re-watching the some of the clip where you pointed out the uh the kick on the ddt attempt through the turnbuckle and i was like yeah "Ah, he might have he might have got him on that yeah um but then the kinshasa I had to go Mm. and rewatch that, and sure enough, yeah, they cut to behind Sami Zayn, yeah, Mm. and it's like you don't get a good sense of well, what exactly just happened,
0: yeah, and it's it's, because it's in the it's because it's in the zoom and shake era of WWE camera work. Mm
2: -hmm. But the fun, but the crazy thing is, is I I still feel like I I want to praise the cinematography on the match overall because they do a good job of cutting to these. Uh, establishing far out shots Mm. where they're zooming around the crowd. And my favorite shot of the entire match itself. And I think they repeat it when Sammy is, is leaving the uh, leaving the ring. They cut to it's away from it's on the opposite side of the entrance.
0: Mm. And I
2: want to say it's about 19 to 19 and a half minutes into the match itself from the time of the bell Mm. where it's far away And you can see it's raised and you see both fighters in the ring and you see just, I I love stuff like that. And it's even Mm -hmm. better when Sammy is walking down the aisle away from the ring after he's lost because it has like a, I can't think of a better reference, but. It has a Bill Bixby at the end of incredible that Hulk
0: type vibe. Is exactly what I was thinking like I'm just you said. said that. For I was trying piano to,
2: to start playing. I was trying
0: to remember the name of the tune. I think it's called something like The Lonely Man. But yeah, yeah. you're dead right. Like that's exactly the shot. Yeah. Correct.
2: <laughs> but I do oh, but I man. do agree that the camera the the camera work on the Kinshasa was was not good. It was the, yeah. very very modern WWE-esque.
0: Yeah. Well, this match in The Observer, Dave gave it four and a half stars. Uh, and in the poll for best match on the show, this match got 403 votes. The next closest was the Joe Finn Balamain event, which got 16. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's overwhelming. That, that's uh, a
2: landslide. Uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, I still, sure. f-
2: no, I was going to say that the four and a half, like that feels four and a half, four and a quarter still feels pretty good to me. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like it elevated throughout, like they start doing the chain, they start doing the nice chaining or rolling around or exchanging mm-hmm. holds or whatever. And then it just keeps elevating and escalating and escalating. And then by the time. There were a couple of times where I thought, I haven't seen this match in a couple of years and I thought oh wait so w- are they about to take it home no they kept going and it's oh mm. alright right this happens and then it keeps but not, elevating But not elevating. in a way
0: where you feel like it should have gone home at that moment. No 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 no, no not at all yeah. like I never mm. felt
2: like okay guys you got to wrap it up no keep yeah. keep going keep going yeah. up that hill and to uh, Mark's point where he was talking about uh, other Nakamura match that he's going to really praise that he think that things hold up after I watched this match last night, I went and fired up Nakamura Ibushi mm-hmm. from Wrestle Kingdom 9 because this feels like a sequel type remake of Nakamura Ibushi, where you've got Nakamura being the uh, overly confident prick and Zayn mm-hmm. acting as the valiant babyface who finally snaps during the match and starts throwing Hell for Leather back. Mm-hmm and sure it doesn't reach those heights but that's like that's like trying to ascend mount olympus yeah but yeah. it gets pretty it gets it gets pretty close it gets to a very nice it it can see the top of the mountain
0: what it did was it was the perfect introduction of shinsuke nakamura to a oh,
2: new yes. 100% 100% yes.
0: Like, you can show anybody the tape of... Like, take Vince McMahon the tape of this match and you just go to him, don't watch the wrestlers, listen to the crowd. Right. And you'll immediately have convinced him that you have the the biggest star in the world and he should push him to the moon.
1: It it 100% did what it needed to. It was uh, a match in front of a hot audience who cared. Yeah. And it was full action. It was a match that would hold up for people parachuting in. Yeah. Yes. It did not disappoint. It was, in many ways, it was a Nakamura Greatest Hits. And yeah, it it did all you wanted to establish Nakamura. Uh, Yeah. And and at the time, I just think it's one of those where if you take it out of its moment in time and out of its purpose, it loses a little something.
0: I think that's it. And like, we are being picky, but the most important thing when it comes to wrestling is does it work for the people in the building on the night? And this absolutely did. Mm -hmm. So there was one last note from The Observer that I wanted to get to. Uh, I don't remember this because uh, uh, it was a long time ago. I haven't watched WrestleMania 32 since it happened. Dave says there were loud chants for both men during the Roman Reigns versus Triple H main event at WrestleMania. Uh, Sean is shaking his head, so I'm assuming that uh, he did not hear those from his section. I I was up behind the stage, Mm.
2: and I I do not recall – loud chants or cheers or a lot or much of anything other than uh
0: some booze booing roman reigns <laughs> we were going on
2: well we were going on hour seven of a, yeah. of a wrestling <laughs> event and you had a main event that went entirely too long with two guys that shouldn't have been doing an excessively long main
0: event uh, i'm assuming roman reigns versus triple h is not on the list mark <laughs>
1: Probably not. Not that I've actually got it memorised. No. I'd be like
2: looked over like he was scanning the list, like, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I mean,
1: you you give me way too much credit because half the time I don't have the list in front of me.
0: I like trying to uh, catch him out with questions and like watch him frantically try and open Google Docs and scroll down and, and do searches to, to find what I'm asking about.
1: <laughs> I usually do a half-decent job of having notes about the list that I think is quite useful, but
0: if you choose a random match, I'm not going to remember it unless I've got the damn thing open. Of course not. That's half the fun. Sean, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been a pleasure. Uh, thank the you floor guys, is very yours much. To plug your socials, your projects, whatever you would like to plug. Uh,
2: I don't need to plug myself. I'd rather just plug, uh, plug my friend's uh, wrestling company, uh, St. Louis Anarchy. Uh, they just had an event last Friday. And they'll have another event November 19th. That's a Saturday. And that'll be live streamed on YouTube. So you can check that out at St. Louis Anarchy on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. So, yeah, go on ahead and
0: give them a follow. Give them a look. It's good stuff. I, I assure you. Excellent. Um, as for us, we are at Must See Matches on Twitter. Uh, and you can go to linktr.ee slash must matches if you're one of these strange people that for some reason has not subscribed to this show and just clicks each the link individually each week. Um, hey, you do you. Uh, Mark and I also have another show, which is DD Teach, where we talk about DDT Pro Wrestling at DD Teach Pod. And that is linktr.ee slash DD Teach, uh, and where you can subscribe to that latest episode came out uh, a few days ago as of recording this where we talked about the current champion kazasada higuchi at last after making you wait about seven weeks
1: (laughs) and and since its launch he's already had one tag team title defense and a singles title defense
0: amazing uh what else oh yeah uh, i am at kieran edits and mark is at monkey underscore buckles and we will be back next week we are sticking in the year 2016 Uh, we are going to August the 13th. It is G1 Climax Day 18. Um, And Kenny Omega versus Tetsuya Naito. And we'll be joined by the internet's favourite wrestling fan, Alan Forel, uh, who will grace us with his presence and uh, tell us all about this match that I have probably forgotten everything about. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Thank you once again, Sean, for joining us. Thank you all for supporting and listening. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.